right there it is. Welcome to Tonal Distancing. Thank you guys for hanging out again. We have a new face here today. It's uh, Nick Fiorentino. Um, it was really I, I had the the opportunity to kind of chat with him, meet uh, meet with him online at least. Um, he's a, a guitarist out of uh, Philadelphia, uh, South New Jersey area, correct? Yep. So um, yeah. Uh, I first uh, kind of saw he had this really cool video on the third power kitchen sink uh, six VEL amp. It's kind of Swiss Army knife. It does like a lot of things. I think it's like does Fender, Marshall, Vox, kind of all those kind of tones. So I thought it was really cool, and, and he did a really nice review of it. Um, so uh, is, is there anything you'd like to add, Nick? I, I'd love you to introduce yourself um, to Prabhu and Zach as well. Yeah, I'm Nick Fiorentino. Uh, that's a good introduction. Pretty much covered everything. Um, in addition, I'm in a band called Mind Palace, which is kind of alternative rock and R&B stuff, and uh, doing some recordings for my old band, The Cold Tour, kind of indie rock stuff that I'm working on right now. But yeah, the YouTube video, I'm glad you found it because it was kind of cool how it all happened, but it's just a, it's a baller amp. I don't know. There's not much else to say. Like it's a, I did it. There's such an in-depth video that I did. It was probably like 25 minutes just going over everything. Um, when you can find something like that where you're like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. And that's kind yeah. of the way I feel about it. I'm like, I, I will not be able to get a better amp than this. It's, it's like everything. It functions the way I want it to, you know, it's, uh, it allows me to think freer about like my playing and stuff, even though it's more complicated now, but I'm like, Oh, there's no question what I can do with this amp, you know? You're not you're not trying to like peruse like online like okay do I need this amp this other amp do I need this other one it just it's all in one and and, and yeah. you're talking to uh, probably and Zach which are, who are who are axe effects fanatics um, so they'll probably try to talk you out of the amp the the real amp game but I, I I'm happy to be on a show with another person that plays the real amp at least every once in a while <laughs> like these guys. I got the Line Six Helix too, so I'm dipping my feet in both, both sides of the. Don't, we don't need to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, sorry. Um, uh, real quick, I just wanted to just thank you again for, for being on the show and everything, and, and come to hang out with us. I, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted. What were you gonna say? I was, I was just like, yeah, I can dip my feet in both sides, the modeling and real amp world. But yeah, thanks for having me on. It's exciting. I've watched a few of your guys' podcasts, and I think you have a really cool thing going on. I'm excited to be a part of it. All right, great. Um, so real quick, you have uh, your YouTube channel, Nick Fiorentino. Um, we'll be sure to post that up. Um, also, Instagram, at Nick Fiorentino. Um, Mind Palace, at Mind Palace Music on Instagram. And then your old band was uh, The Culture. Uh, yes, L-T-O-U-R, okay. Culture. And that's also at the the culture on Instagram. So, yeah. Uh, does everyone have a drink or, or something, even just a, a, a thought to cheers to? So we always start this show off with a toast. So a toast to the lords and ladies of music. Please be kind to us as we drink and can, uh, help us uh, as we continue the journey with our music. Um, Nick, who would you like to toast this week? I'm going to toast to my guitar hero, Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page, the GOAT. The goat, the goat. Zach, who are you toasting to? I don't know. Come back to me. <laughs> Every time. Prabhu, who are you toasting to? 
So I don't know how to pronounce his Oh, he's name. on mute, so I guess he's oh. toasting Yeah, he's to not nobody. toasting to no one. He's toasting I'm with, on mute. Oh, he has bubble tea also. I'm, I'm on mute? Oh, now you're good. You were now just you're silent. Good. Oh, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but my coworker showed me his band called Tides from Nebula. They're based out of Warsaw, Poland, and their guitar player's name is Maciej Karbowski. Um, I'll write it out here, but they're a really good band. You should check them out. Like instrumental okay. post-rock stuff. Dope. Uh, Zach, do you have your person yet? I'm going to toast to the best guitar player in Guns N' Roses ever. Just kidding. But I'm going to toast to Izzy Stradlin. <laughs> that's you're going to say Buckethead. You thought I was going to say Buckethead. I, 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 I thought our shared Spotify session the other day taught you I, well. It, it, didn't, it taught me stuff, but it didn't teach me well enough, I guess. <laughs> Zach, you got someone now? I'll toast to Buckethead. <laughs> Buckethead who's just not in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. It's a good day. <laughs> we need gotcha. more guests on frequently. So that in honor of behaves your puppy. Himself. I'll do it for your puppy. For my puppy? But, but not I'll rename me. her Buckethead. Well, to those... really <laughs> uh, well, well, cheers, guys. Thanks. Cheers. That bubble tea looks so good. I know. Dude, Haley I came through. Dude, I didn't even... This, I didn't, what else is everyone drinking? I didn't plan on this, <laughs> I got I'm drinking water. Bushmills and uh, lemon tea. Okay. I've a Moscow meal myself. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I haven't had a Moscow meal in so long. I, I, I love a good ginger beer. Um, so do you, 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 are you ready, Nick, to unleash your fury on us and, and give us an intro riff that will no, melt you, our minds and bend our fingers into places I unknown? Know, I'll do my best to explain it, too, because... This riff is from my band, Mind Palace. It's on our song, Take It Easy, on our EP, Solstice. Um, so I didn't write this riff. The other guitar player, he's a monster. Like, I'm a good guitar player, I know. Like He's a freak. So I had to learn his part for some of the recording, just for like tracking. And it took me so long to... like. I could never have figured it out if I didn't have to force myself to. And... Yeah, let, let's see. I'm, let's see if I'm, I can. So, I'm scared. <laughs> this is what it is. Try. Yeah. <laughs> Hard like neo soul kind of thing. Ooh, so let's check it out. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> so, who wants to try that first, guys? <laughs> what what will, key totally is it in, at least? <laughs> yeah, what key? Where are we starting? Zach is going to get it in two seconds. Come on, Zach. We believe in you. Uh, I'm lagging. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's in, I think it's in D. Technically. Okay. Basically, that's, yeah, that that's sounds right. Sound. I need to explain this. Basically, what you're doing is you're bouncing between inversions of a D major 7 and an E minor 7. Oh. So the first, you know, the first chord... What, what frets are you seven. It starts on uh, 16th fret D string, and then 18th fret G string. And then 15th fret, 17th fret. 
How do you play that? Like, uh... oh, that is really hard. Yeah. And then you do the. So, major version. Starting on the 12th fret, and then you bar the 14th fret. It's all in the same strings the whole time. So it's. So. Alright, so that. Which one? It's a. Er, er, which? Yeah, 14th. Oh. So take your middle on 14 for the E, B, and G string. Take your ring finger. For oh. Those strings. Oh, is it just that? Like It is so take wait, it's 12, on the twelve fret D string and then you bar fourteen fourteen forty. Oh. If anyone's interested, don't keep this is <laughs> We got the first two chords. We got this. I'll, I'll yeah. strum it out first before I do any of the. Yeah, that's that's a good way to do it because timing's really hard and fast, but. Eventually, your hands. This third chord is this. Eleventh fret, D, and fret B and E. Oh, it goes down there. That. I feel like my my fingers are too fat. <laughs> Think of it as like a minor chord barred um, starting on the ninth fret, like a minor oh, yeah. bar chord, but you just move the A string. This, do you guys like Modest Mouse a lot? Because I feel like th these chords really remind me of Modest Mouse, like like the like the beginning of Float On. I know what you mean. It looks really pretty. But it's the tenth fret on the on the nine. So it's even more strong. Oh, okay, oh. so it is. Oh, so the on the E it's bring up to, brought up to the ten? Tenth? Oh, okay. So then it's like it's a little like kinda <laughs> taking the pinky on the twelfth fret. Ooh, sliding know. it. Uh, and then another. No, it's a major seven. Yeah. 
probably bar seven. And uh, I was doing the same eight. one as the last. Of, I don't need this is a puzzle. Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna play the tenth fret after you play that chord. So. Do you recommend finger picking? Oh, it? on the beat. Or do you do you play it with the pick? Oh, I'm with the oh, pick. Okay. Finger picking. Wait, so tenth fret on which string? On the B string. Sorry. There might be one different shape, but those are pretty much the chord shapes that you have to know. So then it's... I'll play it from the start. That's like the first half of it. So I'm going to focus on the first four chords. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I, I feel like the the like... That lo-fi studying girl, the, the YouTube playlist. Like, I feel like that's this yeah, reminds yeah. me of a beat that's on there. Like, I feel like she's just writing to this. There's rain in the background. Yeah. Right, what was the first? 16. And then 16, 15. That first 16. chord, though. I feel like. Yeah, that throws me off. <laughs> it's like, why? why how, how, did the, how did this madman that you play guitar with, like, decide on this chord? It, it's awesome voicing, right? It's like a very unique, like, if you told me play a major seven, I, it, it, like, up in the higher register, I just cut off, like, a, an A form chord and play that. But, like, going for that D form chord in, uh, like, the way he did is just really interesting. And yeah. I like stuff like that. So give him props, please. <laughs> oh, my I dive into the second half, or do we stop? No, you can keep going. Oh. Yeah. So we'll be here for a while doing this. <laughs> I'll play it one more time because I mean, you can kind of put it together after that. Then here's the second half. So some new shapes in there. That, that's crazy. Well, well, let me just get the first chord at least for that second part, and then I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop pestering it, and we'll have you just play the whole thing one more time because <laughs> I, I think it's really cool and I want to hear it all one more. So, what, but what's the first chord that you got there? E minor seven with like a hammer on kind of. Thing. E oh shit, that's dope. I feel like it's just like it's it's. Um, Minor seven is so common, but doing the yeah. hammer-ons in there is, is really is really good. Is good. Real Instagram art art player. Kanem puts out a song in like three days. That's just. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's all I need. That's all I need. You've so... written a song for me, Nick. Thank you. Nice. 
going going triple platinum on that one. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, probably, did, did you are, are, do you need more chords, or do you want to hear this this dope thing again, and then we'll just bust a fat beat in the background too? <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, this, I feel like this needs a, like a, a nice hip hop beat behind it. It it does have kind of that on our. Um, on our what did you say? This name of the song is. Take it, easy. Take it easy. The first song in the EP. Well, everyone should go check out that song. And we'll try to do embed a link or something to your Spotify. I, I can, we should, we should link to the song in the description. Yeah. So that, like. We can check it out, yeah. Yeah. We'll do. Okay, so play it for us again so we can all drop our jaws. Yeah, I want to hear the full thing played. I'm excited. <laughs> That's dope. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ease and like this, like it's it's so funny to say like you're playing that fast, but like. Just from like doing the first four chords, I'm already like that shit was fast. How like you, you might as well be playing like just yeah. holy wars. How do you how do you play that live? It's I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm playing some other part under that. As I was like I don't. It's also it was really interesting. It was hard to play a part with that. While he was playing that, I was doing like a. Because there's, there's not much you can play unless you're going to do some like Jackson 5 thing where you're like holding an octave for an entire song. Zach, do you oh, have yeah. any? Dude, yeah. About no, I. Oh, oh, I what see. was the song that you I played at the piano that, bar? Right? At the, yeah. Was it Freebird or was it? Zach, Zach plays. Uh, which band is it that you play in that you do this sometimes because you guys great covers Scott. and great Scott? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like. It gets too complicated sometimes, right? And you just gotta. Be like, well, it's not just that. It's, it's people will, will request a song, and it'll be like a song I've never heard in my life. Oh and man! So all that I get is the key. So I'm like, crap. So I have to follow the keyboard player. So I'll just sit there the whole song going. Like, huh? <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine, like you know, like some <laughs> stupid like, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like making it work, like whatever it is, just. And like nobody knows, so it's fine. Any <laughs> bad music. As long as you you look like you're having a good time, like yeah. And everyone's like, "Wow, you guys are so good." I'm just a liar. <laughs> Little so volumes cool. turned down all the way too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I roll that off too. I'm like hiding in the back, like you're playing your guitar like a bass. Might as well. Might as well at that point. Or just put my guitar down. <laughs> Just start playing all nightmare long <laughs> in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, I want to go what's, hear what's, your song now, really bad. Like, I want to. I really want to listen to this song. It's like very catchy too. Yeah, that was that's our kind of thing. It's like we have like four songs on this EP, and me and him aren't like we didn't grow up listening to R and B, you know. But we both went to University of the Arts. Um, we both went for music business, but like, you know, 
very involved in guitar playing. He's like one of my best friends. So finally decided to do a band and we're like, it eventually, it just turns out like sounding like us. It sounds like rock at the end of the day. But it's like, this is cool stuff we've been listening to and we really like it. It comes naturally to us to play this kind of, you know, neo soul, you know, rock, R&B, whatever you want to call it, alternative stuff. And it kind of, it's cool. We have like elements of that within like super digestible stuff. Like we want it to be complicated, but like scaled back as much as it can be. So it's still accessible. Yeah, well, I, cool. you say scaled back, and then I'm just still still thinking yeah. of those first four <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, I'll, I'll play the chorus real quick. It's just this. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys need a breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just the chorus. We try and keep it simple. You gotta you gotta ebb and flow. So you you guys went for in the verses and the chorus is just like. Just yeah. preparing you for the next verse. <laughs> it's just you see it's, all three of our heads just. You just bop to it, man. <laughs> I'm just here. It's, it's like the eight mile scene where it's like da, 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 da. just all of us. Like, oh, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> I feel like I uh, I struggle with like that idea of and even like your tone right now is like spot on for it because like I struggle so much with the 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 feeling and I don't know is that the tone you guys use for for the recording and everything? No, I mean that it, it's 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 I didn't have this amp when we recorded it, but you know it's pretty much that I'll use I'll use my other my Billy Joe Armstrong signature. Okay, nice with the nineties, yeah, really versatile guitar. But I use I use that for most of the EP and Telecaster. Um, yeah, so it's like a it's, little bit it, more clarity with like the single coils, then. Yeah, a little bit, and it was still like a. Oh, you had a Doctor Z uh, Cure, which is like a Fender. It's kind of like a Fender Twin, okay, but with an effects loop, and you can gain stage it really well. But I, I use that for all the amp sounds. We okay, put a thought okay. bubble around Kanem's head with the P. Damn, I need some P nineties because we yeah, all have P nineties. Guitar. I don't have it in my. I have it in my SG, and Pathetic. We've been convincing him about the nineties. And then I, I grew up listening to Green Day. Like that was my favorite band. Girl, you have a junior. Give Les Paul Jr. It's a Les Paul no. Jr. double cutaway, right? So I'm gonna have to throw myself out a window. Okay, thank God. Oh, that's cool. That's I don't want to spend much on a you know a signature Les Paul Jr. But he has this one from like. Um, I guess it was like 2011, we started playing this ES-137s, and they're right. awesome guitars. And I got it for like a grand on Black Friday or something. What are you playing That's today? Awesome. I am playing my Gibson Midtown Custom, which I got in high school. I saved up all my money from lifeguarding over the summer, <laughs> and I'm like, I got a great guitar. And uh, it's came out in like 2011 or something. And it's basically somewhere halfway between a Les Paul and a Okay, so, so is it like almost as uh, similar to like a three thirty nine then, or is it like still have a little bit more body? A little bit more body than, okay. than that. It's flat. It's a flat back. Oh, okay. It's not like uh, you know three thirty five. It's it sounds more like a Les Paul version of a three thirty five, three thirty nine semi hollow kind of thing. Okay, okay. Now that that's awesome. Because, I, lo I love the the 
starts to like save up for a full job. I don't think it. Oh, that's my whole life. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my 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 life with guitars is more like okay, like how can I finance this? <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna sit down. Like I need a payment plan where they tell me how much I need to pay every month. Like I, I, I'm terrible at saving in the first place. But that's that's how I've afforded stuff now. You just got a payment plan. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I was just gonna say uh, uh, I have had a P90 guitar, but it just it was actually uh, Epiphone Riviera, and I had like uh, three dog ear P90s. Really awesome that's guitar, cool. but I I think I just play with too much gain, even for like the rock and blues stuff. I do that. The feedback was just killing me on it, and like I just never felt like a hundred percent comfortable with it. And so, I guess my question is like, do you guys have issues with like your P90s in a live environment, really? Or because I feel like at home, like I could rock on that guitar all day long, but as soon as I took it to a live environment, I was just like, okay, this is becoming a mess. It's not too bad. I've never had really too many issues. I mean, if you just have a lot of gain and you're not playing anything, it'll just go. But, you know, if you can just roll off your volume in time. I think, babe, you know. you're, you're calling it my sloppiness. I mine, well, <laughs> mine was really bad on uh, on my gig on, when was my gig? Friday. It was just like screaming. But it hasn't done that before. I think it's just like kind of based on the venue too. But it okay. was just like, it was pissed off. So <laughs> I just threw a noise gate on and then it was fine. Ah, but it was see, it was pissed. <laughs> that that noise gate in your axe effects just yeah, I was, so I was gonna I was gonna say, you know, Kanem, you could just get a noise gate. You or if you wanted stop. other pedals with it, <laughs> you could get no, a <laughs> fractal audio axe. Noise gate for like a hundred bucks or like two thousand dollars and you like get a noise another, gate. Yeah. You get a noise gate. You probably get a couple noise gates, really. You have you your do. choice of noise gates. Aerial or mono noise. There you go. Screw, screw noise gates. I, I just I let it hum. <laughs> well, sound sound engineers probably hate your guts. <laughs> I but never okay. I never have a I never have a noise gate these days. I haven't had a noise gate since I like ditched my multi effects pedal. But speaking of noise gates and gigs, what, what have you guys been up to the past week in, in guitar? I have not. <laughs> you have not. I did that just no guitar for two weeks, pretty much. I played guitar. Since we adopted, uh, got a puppy, so. But now I played last. You got night a puppy, and you just ditched your majesty. I don't I know. know, man. And that's it, like having a kid, almost. almost except it, well, and it's also the really music. The music is like uh, on the upstairs. Same. All the stuff has been on the middle floor, but but when we did this sound check last night, I held a guitar. I was like. Oh, I missed this. This was so. I needed this. Like I just, and I was actually way better. I think taking time away and then coming back, I just, I don't know if the muscle memory or something. I just needed time to digest. But I was like, oh, I, I'm actually playing better than I did before. So, <clears throat> I think cool. it's a. I think that's a thing. That's totally a thing. Except you never sure. want to necessarily take the break. Like I don't. I'll just be like, I suck. And then I'll just accidentally take a break for two days, and then I'll come back and be like, "Okay, I'm yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm all I'm all right." Yeah, you know what I mean, like that happens a lot. <laughs> back to just being mediocre. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. For a second, I was the number 
second Zach Hayes. In the the number second. <laughs> number second. We we joke a lot that there's a million Zach Hayes, and it's a very common name. So we we joke that he's not he's the number fifth best guitar playing Zach Hayes in Mid Michigan. <clears throat> I wear that title proud. Thanks. <laughs> Your hat on. He, he he's he's the, he's the one that we got. You know, we're we're still like you know on Instagram and, and Facebook looking you know, for other Zach Hayes. Yeah, we want to find up. But. We want to find the number one to four Zach Hayes for him to prove his worth and beat that title. But until they get on this podcast, battles on the show. It's like <laughs> number Zach Hayes at gmail dot com. Yeah. Wow. Crap. I gotta, I gotta claim that. Is that, is that email exists? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, <laughs> Why can I think? <laughs> I'm not to check. We gotta get the handles go and everything, man. We gotta get Instagram, TikTok. We're just gonna be putting out videos. Send them out. Let me know. There we go. If you want, we'll, we'll all just rotate on those videos. And what, what about you, Nick? What, what's been your your weekend guitar? Um, or is it has it been your Mac? I know you've been like fixing up uh, your computer, right? Yeah, I've been. I just got a new Mac Mini, 2021. So um, I've been trying to get that to work, but. I've been mixing a little bit um, and then preparing with this with this dude Dave about going into the studio soon in like a few weeks. This dude Dave. His stuff is all like punk music. It's great. It's like I'm just breaking out the Billy Joe Armstrong guitar and really high gain. It just sounds like old like insomniac dookie guitar, you know. That's what I'm like. I'm playing that. So I'm like, that's awesome. That's super easy. That's in my wheelhouse, you know, don't even have to think twice Just about it. Forearm strength, down picking. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's like all stuff like that. And I'm like, that's the song. That's great. It's fun. So I've been working on that. Mostly. Dope. All right. So are you just like recording with Dave, or or like are you writing with him and everything? Kind of everything. He's doing like a eight song album EP. Um, so we're supposed to be finishing it up next next few months, I think. I'm kind of like the person that's doing all the, you know, helping prepare it for the studio. You know, sending files to people to record, like half producing it. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. I, I'd call it half. I mean, I mean, it sounds like full producing if you're doing all the emailing and shit. Basically, what a producer does. You're, you're managing the whole project. Yeah, yeah kind of. Well, I, I don't want to take. We don't want to take away from Dave. Dave is like obviously doing his thing too. So oh. <laughs> we want Dave to come back to you for another project. Yeah. We don't. Wanna, Nick did everything, Dave. That's gonna be our sound, single sound clip. Nick did everything, Dave. <laughs> Do more. This just becomes a podcast for people to like. Air their dirty laundry. Yeah, I was gonna say to just do a <laughs> to just shit on John Mayer and Eric Clapton. I, I'd like to uh, do a verse real quick and dedicate this this verse to Dave. <laughs> 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 it's like, dude, what did I do? <laughs> I thought we were cool, man. <laughs> At least you picked a generic name, or like, it's not like. Oh no, that's his real name. Well, I know, but you didn't. You didn't pick like. <laughs> Probably were Kano, which is like, oh, I fucking know that guy. Oh, yeah. That'd be even better if he just came on the show and like we've been working on a project. He's like, yeah, I've been working with this kid Kano. Like, there are no <laughs> other Kanos that Nick is working. On. We're doing this blues project. It's definitely me. 
but uh, no, that's that's awesome, man. I I feel like um, it's been cool talking to you because like your 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 hat is in so many different things. Because I know you like you you fix up guitars and then all the recording projects and bands that you're into uh, are or a part of. Like I feel like that's like a, a goal for me to to be involved more. But like it's always so tricky. Like I, I balance like my work life and then trying to play guitar and then part of like you know diversifying has been doing this podcast and so that's been really fun but it's just i i, I hope i hope to be like you one day nick that's all i'm trying to say it's a lot of uh it's a lot of effort like i sometimes i'm like should i just really dive into one lane but that's, that's just not the way my brain works i'm like i kind of want to know everything and i kind of was in a position early on like graduating college i just interned at a studio really learned how to record well um, minor street recordings in Philadelphia. Um, really great indie studio. Then, you know, I was fixing guitars there too. I had done an internship in college and apprenticed at a guitar shop. Then, you know, I've been playing guitar since I was like 10. So it's just been, it's been a culmination of everything. And now I'm like, I have like a nine to five now, but I'm doing so much music on the side that it's just like all the work I put in is kind of like, it's kind of like snowball a little bit. So, it's been good. It's all been like, it's, it's kind of like some weeks I'm like, I have no guitar repairs and then I'm only mixing and, or I'm recording or, you know, or it's just like 10 guitars in a week, you know? So it's cool. It's a, it's a lot of different mixes. And I think I'm just like, I'm just going to be me and just kind of do everything. I don't know my goal so far until I have to do something else. I feel that. I mean, I, I like, I like that you like actually repair guitars too. Like, I'm, I'm no, I'm no like wizard at like fixing up, setting up and repairing guitars, but I I did try to make a, or or like modify a guitar and like make a guitar like when I was in like I think it was in high school and it just went terribly. <laughs> like I got to the part where like you have to like you know create like a, a the neck with like the like the body is like the easiest shit like you just cut that out. I was working with like my friend's dad who did work working and they, woodworking and they came to doing the neck and like it was just part of it was like that high school thing where it's just like okay this is getting like way too far and i want to do other things <laughs> and so by the time we got to the neck and the fretboard i was like ah, this this isn't worth it I, I already have a guitar i don't know why i'm doing this it's hard man i i definitely don't i like i can't make a guitar from scratch but it, who knows how it would go i mean i've just never tried but it's it's like the people who do it, like Luthier is like, it's really tough. It just yeah. takes a lot of time. Get good at it. That's why we just, that's why I just buy guitars. Now. Also, I'd like to yeah. try to build one one day. But uh, um, I don't think we're, I think the, the main thing we want to talk about today is not building guitars. It's going to be like building your rig, right? We, we got pedals, we got amps, and I think we all want to talk about them because. You know, th- this this hunk of wood is cool, but really what's cool is like what makes it actually scream. Um, so I don't know who, who wants to go first talking about like the three pedals and or amps that like kind of uh, um, you wanted to talk about today. Like what inspired you? Um, what inspires you to play? What keeps you keeps you interested? What was like something really fresh or really new to you or maybe even like your oldest piece of gear that like has always been on your pedal board or, or it's always part of your sound. So I don't know who wants to go first. I think Nick's our guest. So I got to hook some stuff up. So, oh, someone else so I guess not right. Nick. Prabhu, you got your, your sample. Sure. I do. Your plug in. Mine's a little, mine's a little cheap, but I will start. I, I'm kind of doing it as a, 
you see, so you mentioned pedals and amps, and then uh, what was funny as think about is like I don't actually have that much gear. Um, I use the Axe Effects for pretty much everything. Um, I mean, if, that's a good point because Nick and I are using like pedals and amps, and then you, uh, Prabhu and, and Zach end up using like the Axe Effects mostly. So yeah, so I mean, for old me, school versus new school. Yeah, and what was the approach I had was like first I was like maybe I'll dive into like a specific amp on the Axe Effects, and I was like no. So my first one is just the Axe Effects in general because the it's my amp, my pedal, my everything. But in general, what I loved about it is it really felt like a pivotal <clears throat> point in playing guitar for me because it just it was a lot of money. <laughs> um, but it was I, I upgraded from the Line Six Pod, which was cool and i'd used that for a while but i just never felt i just felt like so even outside of guitar playing i just felt like there were quality issues or just durability issues and getting the xfx just felt like something i could trust in and just it worked and then from a guitar playing standpoint i just whenever i'd play it i just felt like this i sound so different like, I feel like I want to play guitar more. Like, nothing, it's not, I get that feeling a lot playing a new guitar, but I'd never felt that with, like, an amp, where I felt like I, I could tell just almost a difference in my playing because I felt like I'd hear more response in my, like, I was paying yeah. attention to more articulation. Do you want to say something, Kanem? No, I just think that's, like, really crucial is, like, part of, like, I know, like, you know, there's kind of, like, just consumerist culture of just, like, buying things to, you know, fill gaps in your life but sometimes with like um like a passion like playing guitar or a purpose like playing guitar it's like something that keeps you keeps you playing and that uh, that's a really good point like that, that you brought up that like it kept you playing and encouraged you to play well i actually think it's almost like the opposite of the consumerist part because i think before i was just like obsessed with i'd buy these things that are cheap to buy a bunch of things and just buy it keep wanting to buy things and but again aspects i've had it for gonna be three years now and a couple of months and or two years maybe um and for me buying it was like now i haven't really had a need like a need to buy much else and i've like i invested a lot up front but i wanted something that was high quality that i could just you know get the most out of and i haven't it really like run into any issues and I love it and I mean even just so, so the first part is the Axe just like the sound thing I'm just using a preset that's straight off the Axe called Petrucci Rig but like they have one that's called Learning to Lead just like just things like the reverb and delay for like the I think you bring up a good point too. Yeah. Because I feel like people underestimate like um, when you get something like uh, a, a multi-effects pedal and some of the times those presets just help you. It's not like going to use just the presets all the time but they help you like figure out different sounds that you just may not think of on your own in, in the pedal board that you have. Yeah, and things like how responsive, and it actually made me learn about amps and stuff so much more because it's so like diving into the nitty gritty of the Axe Facts. I don't know if you've seen, I'll 
share my screen, but there's a software. You don't need that, 10 million amps to do it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, um, you know, there's a, Oh yeah. There, there's each of these has so many, like just if you go into the amp block, uh, there's so many different things for each thing that I don't even touch half the time, but like down to like the stuff about the, like the power supply and stuff like that. That's just so <laughs> crazy that like, to, what's cool is that if you want to get really nerdy and into it, it's it's like perfect for you. But if you don't and you just want something off the bat that you want to drag in and sounds great, like me, it's it's perfect. It's just it works. And uh, you know, little things Wait. like just you, you have two lines of input but only one output. Um, I so I think what that is. I I don't actually have two going in right now, but you can do basically like a. So Petrucci, what he does is I'm he, just saying you had you could, you, you could do stereo. You can do stereo, and what's cool with the I mean, this is a plug for my Majesty with the piezo. It's actually you can run a stereo cable out of here and run the acoustic into one out input and the other into another uh, input. So then what he you can do is you can mix both separately. Um, yeah, cool stuff. That's cool fun. stuff like that. Um, the next what I really like about the like a modeling amp. Or you know, Helix, the Axe Effects, is that you can like it's cool to like hook up a bunch of pedals, and if you have all these different ones, it's awesome. But like, you don't have to worry about like cables, and you don't have to like you can just you're free to just experiment. You, you're not held back by it. Well, yeah, and the other thing that you can do is stuff that's like almost literally impossible. Like add, oh, one of the things I do with plugins a lot is like uh, after the cab block, I'll add a. I'll add a distortion, which is like you can't do that in a real rig, but it sounds like. And I love that, and it's like, it's it's so weird and so, it's just it, it really. Expands. I'm not sold, Zach. Don't get don't take that smile. <laughs> I, mean, I was I was smiling because Zoom just like. Did not like that tone. Uh, <laughs> it was not having it. Uh, it, just, no, it sounded like a blend. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to hear it back later. And just be like, yo, I love the X Mac. I think it, I think you showed me that one before though. And to vouch for you, it melts it melts your face. Yeah, you hear it properly. So the uh, does that the zoom like that one? I'm I'm doing fine. It's on a little end. better. Yeah, maybe it's just my headset. Maybe my cheap. Yeah, you know, call center headset. Just so, my second pedal. So one of the so my second pedal really is is a shout out to the. Uh, I'll bring it out here, but I've wanted one of these for so long. The Digitech Whammy. Um, I didn't plug it in, but I'm going to show it. Just I use the pitch block. Um, so I like it for the whammy <coughs> feature and and the dive bombing and the, I'm a huge Tom Morello fan. So like this was always something I wanted but never had i use it on the computer a lot but <clears throat> in the last couple years i've been using um the pitch shifter more on it and i'll, I'll do it on the axe instead of that because i didn't plug it in but i like doing stuff like doing not just octaves but really messing with like stuff like uh, like what i have right now is a normal voice and then one that's down a seventh so then it gives you this really cool harmony <laughs> And it sounds really ominous. And what's cool is you can add that with, you know, distortion, and it sounds like. 
And it sounds really weird and funky and cool, but then you can, you can, I don't, I don't have a clean thing on here, but um, if I roll the effects off and then you can do these, if you, if you add like a lot of weird spacey stuff, like you can get really spacey, like kind of atmospheric stuff out of just using a um, pitch shifter. So. The real shout out here goes to the Digitech Whammy. I'm just doing it on the XFX, but that's been a pedal that has really changed my approach to writing a lot too. Um, and the Digitech Whammy is just iconic. I don't know, it just looks, I love red. I just love the look of that. I want to build a pedal board and I want that to be like the central thing in it, like just a Whammy, but. Um, <clears throat> You're gonna do like a art piece? Yeah. Art pedal board? Hey, that, that'd be pretty sick. I mean. Someone who does artwork wants to make a pedal board that looks cool. <laughs> it's just fun. if you have free time and you want to make that for me, I'm just yeah, I know it's just going to be control switches for the aspects. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put like a bunch of fake pedals on there. Yeah, it's going to be all boss metals. Yeah, no Digitech whammy. Yeah, and Digitech whammy. And and only the whammy's plugged in, and then everything else is just a switch for here. Yeah, it's all for show. Um, my third one is a plugin that I've been using a lot. It's called the Dark Glass Ultra by Neural DSP. This is actually a bass plugin. So it's like a bass distortion. I, I think it's an amp and cab simulator too. But it's basically, it's like a pedal amp cab simulator. And it's super cool. And it really dirties up the bass. And, and I've used, uh, for bass, I've never owned a bass amp or bass pedal or anything. I do want to invest in a nice bass pedal. Um, but I've used different plugins in the past and I bought this. I tried this one out for 14 days free and then I was like, oh my God, I need this. Like it's like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, neural GSP stuff. I <clears throat> really sold on all their products and I'll, I'll show it in a mix and then I'll show it um, solo. This is just a metal song I've been working on recently. Uh, on that doom soundtrack yeah that's that's that i should probably mute that out i want to i'm trying to write something that's very much like doom and and <laughs> are you gonna mute me hey there you go um you know wait at the end oh the the the, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i need, i splice is the best i love using splice samples but um what's cool about this is that the um <clears throat> so the guitar i play in drop uh Drop E, so it's a normal eight, eight, seven, six string uh, guitar down to. So the reason I say that is that it was really hard writing bass and guitar for this because I couldn't write the bass tuned down one, but I tuned the bass and the guitar to the same thing. So they're in the same octave. So if you hear the bass, it's it's. So I could take out the dirty. This is just a DI. It's probably pretty low right now. But then this pedal really dirties it up. And I like that. It, it gives it this grit without muddying it up. And then what I do is I mix the DI and the dirty together. 
then I mix the guitar in with it. And, it, and so it, what I love about that pedal is it, because in this case, it like the guitar is in the same octave as the bass, even though it's it, it, it adds this grit to the guitar tone that I don't need to do with the guitar. And I think sometimes a lot of guitarists overlook in the mixing process how much the bass does for their tone. Um, so that's why I love that plugin. I think I, I, I got it and then I was like, all right, I'm going to use this on everything. So that's my, those are my holy trinity for today of guitar plugins and amps. Uh, you ended your trinity on like the most devilish sound ever. That, that, Honestly, that sounded phenomenal. Well, thank you. That sounds awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, my friend in that pedal, it's awesome. The Dark Glass? Really, that's a great, yeah, the Dark Glass. It's, it's, they're a great company. Neuro, yeah. Really that's the thing that the fractal I'm not, it's eh on like, is the bass sounds. Um, and for me, I mean, in general, with bass, I don't even think about the bass amps that much. I, I like just recording DI and then just, you could just throw a distortion on a bass and it's i think good i don't think you need an amp um because there's so much there already and yeah so I, I think in terms of like plugins and stuff like plugins right now are so powerful that like you know even if you don't use something like an axe fx you can buy just an amp plugin from them for like a hundred bucks and it'll sound pretty close to like a real marshall amp or anything like that so yeah i'm a plug-in guy not a pedal pedal analog person a pedal geek yeah i mean i love it i just never bought the, i never you bought just the, never want to spend like a hundred dollars at a time for yeah. a single pedal that you have to like you can't put it in post well i there, yeah there's the well, i was telling you guys that like i've never mic'd a guitar <laughs> uh, and i've never uh like but I love how pedal boards look. And that's why I want to build one because I do think there's this creative thing to it that seems really fun of just like building your own pedal board. But of a bunch of boxes. Yeah, like my friend Mac <laughs> let me borrow his pedal board for a week or two and I, it was beautiful. Um, and Did you borrow it? Yeah, he broke his arm and I needed to play a show and then he wasn't oh. using it. So I was like, can I use your pedal board? And he was like, sure. Um, Ooh, that's yeah, that makes that's a good question. What's Nick? What's more valuable to you, your pedal board or your amp, or your arm? Dude, <laughs> 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 well, definitely not the arm. That thing grows back. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, dude, there's uh, a, there's a guy on Instagram who plays with his toes and he just rips straight up. I, I don't want to think serious, about, but please, I mean, the continue. dude rips, but I don't want to think about toe play. Dude, he's that <laughs> I know he's good, but like it always, I'm not gonna lie, it always just kind of just like, okay, someone's toes on the guitar. I don't know. Anyways, Nick, my question. Well, um, Nick's pedal board, I don't know if you're showing that today. I don't know if you want to go next, but your pedal board yesterday that you were showing us, that I was just like, I can, Ooh. I pulled two things off so I can show it after I go through my pedals. But, um, what's more valuable? I think I would say my pedal board. It's close because it is. my pedal is there's a lot of money in it. Like my rent, my renter's insurance is great because of all my music. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, just like building it up over time, I've just I have stuff that can do everything, and I built it like most. I had a lot of stuff at UArts where we'd have these like Blues Juniors and stuff, and they're they're fine amps, 
I was like, nah, I want it, I want it to be better. Like, so I would just like get one or two really good pedals at a time in, in addition to like other pedals, but like, that would be like really good. And they would just, it, stuff would come on and off, but there's been a few, like my Strymon pedals I've kind of just built up over time. And how, you know, how do you feel about Strymon? Like, I feel like I, I, I the only Strymon pedal I have is the Iridium for like amp cap sim. But like, as soon as I got it, like I understood why Strymon was like oh. so sought after. And there's, you know what the thing is? Like, there's pedals with higher like quality converters in them, like technically higher quality, and they're still like kind of the best. Like they're just so good from the core. Like it's like it's art, you know. It's the same way like someone makes a really high end car. Someone's gonna make a faster car eventually, but you're like, still that car is awesome, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, the timeline's like ten years old now, and it's still like one of the top selling pedals. It's like the yeah. like no one. It's like the Audio Technicas, <laughs> the headphones. Like they're not the oh, best yeah. in the market, but every it, they're amazing, and everyone loves them. What? You, just, what? you saying something? Dude, I kind of want to get a pair, even though like I have headphones. Like. But they're just yeah, they're just really great. I really love them. They just nothing sounds like a Strymon Big Sky. Like there's some really good reverbs. Yes, but that that sounds like my, my friend Mac. That pedal board I borrowed for a week had that, and I was just like. It had that in the pod, and then the. What'd you say? You should have broke his other arm so you didn't have to give it back. <laughs> no, we we ended up. Yeah, I mean, no, the, he ended up getting his arm back, but but I mean, I think he, he let me borrow it still for a little that. while. Rats, yeah, you, know. you could have sold that arm. <laughs> think, think of how many pedals you could have gotten for that Majesty, Prabhu. You could have had multiple big you could have had another axe effect. <laughs> another now, axe now effect. Now you're talking my currency. Like, how many axe effects? Is this guy? I, I have two. Two axe effects? That's a yeah, whole different. I, that's a whole. I he yeah, have issues. Basic, I have a problem. He did. It's a backup, right? It is a backup. It was supposed to be a replacement. But it's been sitting in a box next to me. The new one was Since, his backup. You, have, you, have you plugged Since it the in at all? COVID. No, it's in a box. I have straight you, up haven't so, opened it. So you straight up have, What if you box. open it? And because don't they no. have like a return policy? Dude, I have had this thing for like freaking nine months. What's Honestly, the you can. Re, you could <laughs> no, don't return. Resale. I tried. No, no, no. I tried. I tried to see if I could exchange it for the more convenient travely one, and they're like, no. Just resell, oh. dude. Reverb, mint condition. But You'll get that's your what I'm back. probably going to do because now I'm getting married, man. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta sell my axe. Yeah, and I'm broke, and I'm like, and I'm just like, I want to open it, but I'm also like, I don't want to open it because I want to sell it. As soon as I open that box, it goes down in like seven hundred. Don't don't open it then. So I'm just open not gonna it. open it. Open I'm just it. gonna sell open it. it. Can't open open it. don't play games. Open it. I'm not listening. Open it. Why don't you just I'm open still it listening, but open. live unboxing. Yeah, live but, unboxing. You know, live unboxing. I don't think we have that traction yet for him to make the money back. I don't care about that. Uh, I just want no, to we do not. We we certainly do not. Kanem, you're evil. We're, I never said I wasn't. Person. We're hijacking Nick's top three. Yeah, top yeah. three. Nick, here you go. Guys, chill. A fresh Axe effects is in his top three. <laughs> In my top three. Um, All right, so yeah, you top, this, yeah, the top three. Did you have your? Was the Strymon? Was that one or the? Oh no, 
Um, my first one. I don't know if I'm gonna plug this in, but um, it's the Chase Blitz Audio Brothers Overdrive. So it's a really cool. I think it sounds kind of like if you really gain it up, it sounds kind of like a rat overdrive. It's like this, yep. but it's a really usable, like pretty mild overdrive, but you can MIDI preset the overdrive pedal. So I would do like pit orchestra stuff where I would, I would have the master volume up like there for a song. It'll focus. And then I'd be like for the chorus right there. Like it's so useful to have for like chorus, you know, bridge, louder, just even simple things like that. It's like does, does, it's just really awesome. Does that get hard with a MIDI patch change where the knob's not actually changing but the value is? A little bit. I, I would sketch out I I would just print out blank like sheets of it and I would just remember when I'm doing all the programming, like where everything set out would be like patch forty three is set here and then 44 is up. So you basically just kept yeah. it at 12 o'clock for everything and then just the patch changes. A lot of times, yeah, I keep them the same and then when I need like a chorus sound, I would just write down, you know, just keep detailed notes. They're new stuff. We go to our Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, right. <laughs> new ones have, um, they have faders that are motorized. The Chase Post Audio stuff. So oh, you can, shit. yeah, it's great. They're, they're like $750. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> I just but like the idea. Can, yeah. Just so the motor moves, seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's they're awesome though. But they're a great company, Chase Plus Audio. Um, so that's my one. Um, my two, which I will hook up. I I recorded a video on this, and I'm editing it now. Um, it's called the Paul Cochran Tim pedal. This is like if you ever heard of the Timmy, you ever hear of that pedal? Yeah, yeah, it's like the MXR. You stole mine. You stole no, mine. No, this is Tim though. It's it's the it's a different one. Well, mine's a fake one too, I guess, because in the axe. But, okay, good, sorry. He's got the pin. It's, it's it's my it's, my cheap knockoff. It's the Jimmy. The Jimmy. <laughs> well, so you know about how awesome it is, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I won't talk about it too much, but you know, if you leave everything at zero, it's a clean boost, which is really awesome and useful. I got this because I was like, I need. My band, my old band, the Cold Star, I was using a thing and it, my volume wasn't going high enough. I was like, I need, it was just starting to distort and feedback. So I would like max out the volume. And then the bass and treble, what you can do is when you turn it up, it cuts the signal. So you're cutting all the harsh frequencies that you're, that are affecting, you know, the boost. So you put it in the effects loop and you can like cut some of this stuff coming through the amp, like on your, you know, chain already. So that's even without like gain. It just has, it's a really good overdrive pedal, but it's super useful for like stacking and you can put it after something that sounds really bad and just clean it up. It's, it's probably the best boost pedal I've ever played. Like I want another one, but there's, they get super expensive now. Like people have gone crazy about this. This guy worked on the clon, I think. He's not the guy that invented it, but he like okay. worked on something with it. So he's like one of the famous pedal builders, you know. And then, so the thing about the Tim is it has another um, drive and tone stage. Let's see. There we go. Drive and tone. Um, so when you hit the boost, 
right there. Be loud. And I just pop it. Oh no, he dropped his favorite oh, pedal. No, I'll, I'll buy it off you now for fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, the value just went down. Scratching debt. No, but um, so if you hit that, it just is like extra gain on top of it. But it's I love that pedal. It sounds amazing. Um, I can plug it in. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's hear something on it. It, it. It's interesting that you bring up. Uh, so like you, uh, this the, this is your Timmy clone, uh, or is it? Yeah, your Timmy clone. And then the first one was what kind of pedal was it? But it's like interesting that you bring up like two drive pedals because I feel like it's always super challenging. I, I always had that's like that's where I do the most like pedal exchanges is in like my drive stage where it's just like okay, like I like this for my overdrive sound and I like this maybe for like my more gainy distortion sound. But like I'm always on my pedal board, I'm always like changing those out. So it's like it's interesting that you brought up two. Are these like the two pedals that you've like changed out on your board or are these like? I think you showed us yesterday. These are always kind of on there, right? So I, I don't know. I find that like interesting. Um, it's like always like a challenge. I feel like do you, probably exactly. Do you guys have like that challenge of like, you know, switching in or swapping out like your drive or overdrive. Or you guys just stick to one and go with it forever. I am. I hate, honestly, I hate spending time on my guitar tone. It's almost <laughs> a chore. Like that sounds so bad. But like, it takes me so long to be to find. It takes so much for me to finally be like, okay, today I'm gonna work on tones. Yeah. And every time I do it, I'm always really happy about it. Well, okay, until like if I can't get the right tone, then I'm just pissed off. But like, but usually when I'm doing, I'm like, all right, this is pretty fun. But like, I just I don't know. That's why you gotta. I, I I'm just impatient. I'm just like I want to pick up my guitar. I want it to sound perfect. Perfect. And yeah. Well, Kingdom, to answer your question, if you have an axe effects, all you need to do is, and then there just press go. minus, and if then you go, chants. yeah, and you got another one, Obviously. and then you got, and then. Wait, you guys don't have separate boxes. I don't understand how it works. Like, how do you? The tonal If you variety. have a separate box, you have to spend the time of like unplugging and replugging back in. Like, did you really do anything? That's a thing of the past, bro. I, we live Action. in the future. <laughs> I swap amps more than I on the Axfact. I swap amps more than the actual drive pedals because I pretty much Same. stick to a like, a, like a, uh, like a tube screamer or something as a drive, and like I'll play with fuzz and stuff. But when it comes to like dialing in a tone on the Axfact, I swap out the amps so much, or then get so nitpicky about like this Marshall because this Marshall amp versus this Friedman amp because that. That changes the tone so much, and then I just see the pedal more as like a, so it's the, the like a color. Yes, yeah, the I mean, toppings. like I think I think to add to what he just said, um, one of the big advantages of the Axe Effects is that you don't really have volume barriers, so you don't have to crank your tube amp up to get a certain level of distortion. It's just it's essentially attenuated. So just buy your like just I just buy Zach's Axe Effects for full price. Just if you want right. to buy it, bro. I'm gonna go with that. If I go with one, I, I will go with the FM3. I've, I've decided, but I, I I don't know if I'm jumping in that pool yet. Oh no no no! He thought about <laughs> it. I thought That's about a, it. His like, foot's in the door, dude. I've thought about it once too. So probably. Anyways, oh, Nick, let's hear your Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, is like the reason I love the Timmy. It's like another channel on your amp because it's so clean. 
you can just like, I mean, I have like three channels on this amp basically, but you know, here's like, I'm just going to go with a clean ish tone. And then I'm adding a little bit of gain here. Can't do that in my So you can start to cut on the <laughs> We can't because we can't play like him. He's... awesome there's still a lot of gain on tap there that's not even like halfway but it's it's really usable in front of the amp and in the effects loop too if you just leave the gain clean um i use it in the effects loop mostly but um, you use that to like boost in the effects loop mostly yeah just to boost in the effects loop but now my amp has like a dedicated volume boost so i don't need to do that i'm probably gonna just use it in the front you said oh, you're um, a you're a big zeppelin fan and you uh toasted a jimmy page i the zeppelin jimmy page from my first guitar hero could you play a led zeppelin riff on that like kind of dirty that first slightly gain because that just reminded me when you played that of like led zeppelin i don't i don't know if that was a like a subconscious thing but it it just felt right just was like clean, but I was getting a little fangirly. I he's, am, man. He's, little... he's gonna ditch his axe effect. I like it. I like yeah, it. no, 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 bro, bro. So, what's a good riff you're thinking? Oh, of? what do you like? To, I, I don't know. I was thinking it sounds like Led Zeppelin three, like something that's like cleaner, but not super like. Um, what's on that album? Or like, well, immigrant song. You know that tone I'm thinking of, kind of like. I have to think of Led like I know Led Zeppelin by ironically by like probably like I had a, a greatest hits compilation like pack that I grew up with, like these four awesome CDs. So I know it more from that than like Led Zeppelin one, two, three, four. Oh so, really? Yeah. My first C D oh, I mean is four, but then I everything at all. It's totally like that, like out on the tile. Yeah, it, it just when you because when you played it, it had this bite, but it was so clean, and that was something that like I always thought was interested in Jimmy Page's tone. It's like it somehow fit that middle thing of like <clears throat> it wasn't like ACDC, which was just like distorted. Yeah, he would use small amps, and he was like people underestimate him in the studio. True. Like, he felt like he knows how to. He's like I know how to mic an amp. You know, it's always something to work on, but like he just says, like I've heard a thing where he used a Leslie. I think it was on Communication Breakdown. He used a Leslie that the motor wasn't plugged in, and he had his amp going through that. Like that's how you get that tone. Like everyone's like, "Oh, it's really? super. That's a super through a Leslie, not spinning." Like it's it's crazy the kind of stuff like he would do. And it's just he's kind of like. He was a guitar. He like did a lot of guitar tech, like, and he was always a perfectionist while also being a sloppy guitar player. He kind of just he kind of had his foot in everything. You know, I think that's probably why I've always like because you're Jimmy been Page. Drawn. 
Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, Zach I'm was like watching me, watching I'm me. Nick fit. Tarantino, a modern day nope, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and Nimi Fage. <laughs> you have Pim Brenson and Nimi Fage. Nimi Flash. Flash. Slash. I think, yeah, Zach, you were talking about uh, I'm fangirling and you like it. It was like, it's, it's, we only have topics about Slash and Guns N' Roses on here. You just got the right bands and the people that like, Jimmy Page was my Slash growing up. Like, I wanted to wear a dragon suit when I was growing up because he wore these pants, bell-bottom pants that had dragons on. I was like, that's what I want to be. I don't even care if I play guitar. I, I just want to be that. I want to be extra like Jimmy I, Page. I imagined you in like a costume, like a dragon costume. No, no. Just, like just, like from like Dragon Tales. Like <laughs> You're like, what Jimmy Page are you thinking of? Like, yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Um, is that your... He's my favorite. I think you have one more, right, on your list? Yeah, one more. And then my last one will be my amp, which is the Third Power Kitchen Sink 6VEL. Uh, the company Third Power out of Nashville. Um, the person who makes it, she's a genius. She's so fucking awesome. It's, it's, it's a Vox, it's a Fender, and it's a Marshall. And the clean channel is the Fender and the Vox, and you can blend in between them. And then there's black face and brown face for the Fender. And then there's uh, normal and top boost for the AC30. And they sound very convincing. Wait, you can, you can and then, blend the, the Fender and the Marshall tone? Well, no, you can blend the... There's like a rotary... No, I, could, I don't want to move the camera no, now. You're good, you're good. For the yeah, box. It's like a rotary knob on the clean channel where you can just blend between each side. So you can oh, only use so one at a time. But like, oh. if you can get like the edge sound... You know, because he would blend a Vox AC30 and like a brown face, small like Fender amp, uh, like a tweed. And, uh, I can show you real quick. It's third power. I was looking up third party kitchen sink amp, and oh, yeah. I just kept getting faucets. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're looking for. So, uh, it's a garbage disposal. Here's, here's here's the Fender sound. That's kind of the black face, you know, your standard twin. The brown face, like more of a Neil Young kind of sound than uh, normal AC30 channel. You know, that kind of thing. And then you get the top boost. But it sounds exactly like all of those amps. It's like, I would say like 95% of the way there, honestly. And so then you can blend them. So let's do top boost and brown face. Just I'm going to do 50-50. Okay. Trying to 
think of a, a U2 song without any delay. It's kind of hard. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know, he would do that kind of thing. Um, and then the Marshall Channel, you got basically have a blues breaker and a 68 plexi. Okay. Um, uh, JMP and JTM. So it's a good, I think. Oh, oh. I love the sound of that. It's, yeah, it's a more classic kind of sound. And then, so the JMP, um, you're talking you're talking about holy wars canem earlier i know right yeah. I, I feel like it's Dude, christmas you had the game it sounds exactly like it sounds like identical yeah Get the ATM. Just, uh, just, just, just with the high tube screaming into it. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't even use that many pedals into this. Like as long as I've owned this, I haven't used my pedal board with it because it's just so many. Like I have, but like not. I have not dove into it because it's just so many sounds. I'm like, I don't need more sounds than this. <laughs> but uh, it sounds about so right. Yeah, you don't need more sounds. You, you have yeah. the kitchen sink. You don't need an axe effect. Everything in the kitchen sink, you know. <laughs> That was beautiful. That, that's exactly like ACDC. Like it sounds identical to what these amps sounded like. Kanem and Zach, I mean, you guys have competition for your vibrato. You guys, I'm okay with that. But. <laughs> so yeah, those are those are my three. And then you know, it's just great spring reverb. Let me. That's another cool thing. Let me just crank the spring reverb. So. I like that a lot. I think I had my mic on, that, but that's satisfying. Uh, yeah, that's like all the way up. You know, that's it's still pretty usable. <laughs> there it is. So it's not too long of a spring reverb. So I, I really like it. Then there's there's just a bunch of features like. You know, good presence control, and then a uh, like a body control for the bass. You know, it's 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 freaking crazy. I'm looking at it right now on the website. So this is a tube amp. Yep. But it it models can, different, like yeah, there's like a bunch of preamps in it basically, and uh, you can even swap. I haven't done it yet, but you can swap it with six E sixes or six L sixes. I have the other two. Too. But you can bias it. That's crazy. Yeah. It's Dang, a lot. Are you gonna get a real amp? I, I, I mean, I have, I have a real amp. I have a, no, a tube amp. <laughs> I have a practice, real, real, not, I've, not, not. Uh, I've uh, got a Vox anything. practice amp that has some tubes in it. This is not a full tube. Not amp. new tubes. We're talking real tubes. <laughs> not one of your YouTubes. I'm talking about <laughs> real tubes. <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, I know, but but to be honest, like watch watch Nick's video. He really goes into it. I I'm yeah. watching this. I'm sold. I was like, that sounds pretty <laughs> damn good. And like, it was interesting. So it's 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 an amp head, right? Not a cab too. I have the combo. It's a combo amp. It's a head. You can just get the head by itself. You can get combo. Okay. For like more. That's what. So I thought this was a like a solid state amp and because you were talking about the modeling or, or having different amp sounds and then when i was looking at it I was like what is this like what's wild about it it's she managed to do something that was just crazy like I, I had an old amp by them the british dream which was the vox ac30 it was a 59 box ac30 and a 68 plexi and i was that was like my sound i was like wow i can't get better than this and i'm like it's fucking hard to play clean Oh, really, yeah, yeah. just because of what, how it's setting, there were non-master volumes, and then I got a clean Fender amp, the Doctor Z Cure, and then I was kind of like, this came out. I was like, oh man, that's literally all three of the amps I have. And are are these uh, take my money? Yeah, <laughs> are these made only on like the, like request or because I can't find it on. Like he's trying yeah, to yeah, buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a live buy. No, probably going to do a live buy of the kitchen sink. <laughs> Zach is going to do a live open of his <laughs> live auction. We could we can do a, a double premiere special thing on our a live stream. Yeah, it's uh, you can order through like a dealer or something. There's they have a few. Um, cool. I think there's one. Of- I got from N Stuff Music in Pittsburgh. I, that's out. what I was seeing online. N Stuff Music in Pittsburgh. Yep. Financing event. <laughs> <laughs> good now, but you know, it's a lot of money at once, so you have to sell a bunch of stuff. Probably. Oh, Zach, you, you got that Axe Effects to sell? Does he... I mean, do you want to get married or do you want? Like, <laughs> do you want to kiss this again? Uh oh! I'll edit this part out. I'll- <laughs> no, I was gonna say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Thank you for showing us that. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that's that's super cool. That's just a quick. Yeah, check the video out. Um, forget what I call it. Just third power kitchen sink six V E L demo. Yeah. So, Zach, do you want to show us? Your three favorites. Max hmm. favorite things. Okay, I'm pretty. I'm pretty bland, to be honest. Um, I'm pretty bland. I just not gonna lie. Yeah, it's kind of an. I should just have a Fender Blues It's Jr. like this ultimate, like it's like this ultimate sandbox thing. You know, so many guitars, so many or so many amps, so many effects, and I just use like three of them. So. Yikes. I've used, um, the, I've used the Line 6 Spider 3 within the Axe Effects. Bro, might as well, bro. I, I run, I run well. the Axe Effects 3 into the MP3 in of a Line 6 Spider 3, and then I <laughs> mic that and run. 